have a timeout. A new season of Golden State Warriors basketball is here, and it's a milestone for the Catch and Dubs podcast. Episode 50. What up, Dub Nation, to another episode of the Catch and Dubs podcast. I'm Ethan, and I am joined by my duo, my splash bro, and my co-host, Zach. My guy, we got football season ramping up. We got the SF Giants making a ton of noise in baseball. Clap it up for them. But we got to come back to our Warriors, right, my guys? So how have you been? It's, it's been a while since we came on to the podcast. So I'm excellent. And <laughs> um, I'm Good pumped. Year. Warriors basketball starting up pretty soon. We've got media day on Monday, training camp starting next week. And we got a whole load of topics to go over before training camp kicks off. Yes, we do. In this episode, we'll just be talking about the Wiggins vaccine controversy. Ben Simmons talk, trade talks are ramping up again. So we got to talk about that. The, the concern for James Wiseman and training camp signings that we just we just saw and that were announced on Twitter probably a few days ago. So if you're all listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we really appreciate it. Or if you're listening anywhere, we really appreciate the support. And without further ado... Let's get started. All right. So I guess the biggest news was the Wiggins vaccine controversy and how he didn't want to take the vaccine until it was like a last resort. Um, I just wanted to ask you, Zach, um, what do you think the impact of that is moving forward? Um, So (laughs) it's a big problem um, because the city of San Francisco earlier this year made a statement saying that there will be a vaccine mandate for the entire city of San Francisco for indoor events. For example, if you're planning on going to a gym and you live in the San Francisco area, in the city of San Francisco, you will have to be vaccinated and show proof of vaccination. This means that the Warriors are a large indoor facility. So if you want to go to any games this year, you have to be vaccinated. And if Warriors players want to play, they have to be vaccinated. I believe it was Shams or Anthony Slater, who are both both work for the Athletic, reported earlier this week that Andrew Wiggins still has not gotten vaccinated when we flash back and go back to March. Oh yeah, when the that vaccine clip, that clip. when the vaccine was first starting to roll out. Um after when the vaccine was first starting to roll out and people over the age 18 were allowed to get the vaccine, Warriors players were asked if they were going to get the vaccine. And Andrew Wiggins said that he is not – hold up. Let me pull up the whole quote. I think he, he was that saying he like was unsure not, or something like he's, that. He wasn't planning on it, but he would do it if he was forced to do it. So, um, I mean – and Here I guess go. that stance still does the same. Yeah, anytime soon, unless I'm forced to somehow. <laughs> so he basically says that he will not get the vaccine unless he's forced to somehow. So the time is now. He's basically being forced to get the vaccine. So 
Um, in order for him to play in home games, like I've said, he will have to get vaccinated. Every other Warriors player on the team is currently vaccinated. Um, so that is one problem for the Warriors. Um, this is going to be disastrous, especially because we don't got wing depth outside of Wiggins and like Moses Moody. I know we got Otto Porter, but like Wiggins is basically like our 40 minutes plus guy. So I, I mean, if you don't have him, like the domino effect is going to keep falling. So, I mean, race for concern. We got red flags popping up. So I guess that's just an interesting way for training camp to start uh, right away since media day is right around the corner. All right, my guy. Yeah, it's a problem, but um, I think it should be resolved. That's my optimism. Okay. My whole problem with it is, Great. Now I'm going to go into my opinionated rant on vaccines. Hey. I'm not going to bring in my political beliefs into this, but if you're getting paid millions and millions of dollars, I think all you can do is just get the vaccine so you're not a detriment to your team. Because right now, when you're not vaccinated and everyone else on your team is, you're basically putting your other teammates and coaches at risk, which is a problem. Yeah. Um, California is over 70% vaccinated, but I mean, COVID-19 doesn't discriminate towards anyone. So uh, let, yeah, let's just keep this short about the whole vaccine stuff. Um, players should definitely get vaccinated so that, you know, uh, the season will have to get shut down. You know, we got infections coming up. Um, so we'll keep it at that. I uh, don't want to go any deeper. Um, but moving forward, we got Ben Simmons talks coming up again and, you know, uh, I think last last 24 to 48 hours, <laughs> I love that clip you were playing, but in the last uh, 24 to like 48 hours, um, Ben Simmons is basically saying, I don't want to talk to Philadelphia anymore. I want nothing to do with them. And just recently, um, I think Philadelphia players um, wanted to come to LA, right? Um, so to like meet up with him and Ben Simmons turned him away. So that just got me thinking, is the possibility of Ben Simmons coming to the Warriors feasible now, especially with the whole Wiggins situation? Do you think it's possible? Because maybe there is a chance. I don't know. I think I think it's possible, but I think it was even more. I think it was still possible even if the Wiggins controversy didn't happen. If you mm-hmm. trade Andrew Wiggins and a first round pick, that's probably and a it, first honestly. round pick. Daryl Morey's not going to finesse his way to trading for Andrew Wiggins. I don't understand how he thinks he's worth three first-round picks. Andrew or Ben Simmons, sorry. You trade Ben Simmons for Andrew Wiggins, a first and a future second-round pick. That's that's all. There's no we're trading Jordan Poole or Jonathan Kaminga or Moses Moody for Ben Simmons as well as Andrew Wiggins. Um, do I think that it, like I've said before, I think. Ben Simmons gets a bad rap just because he can't shoot the ball or just because he can't shoot free throws. He's a very talented player on both ends of the floor. Um, I do think he will need to improve his game offensively. I think coming into the Warriors offense, I think he needs to look to shoot more because Draymond already doesn't do that. Um, but I, I have my hopes up after watching, uh, that, that that those Draymond's, clips on Instagram, Draymond's clips from when he was at Michigan State. Uh, 
uh, Michigan State um, basketball runs where he uh, went to school and the, looked like a completely different person in those clips in the 2010s. Um, but he, he was like jumping off the floor. He was dunking. It was like 2016 Draymond. So I mean, if that Draymond's <laughs> if that Draymond's going to be around, um, but I do think Draymond and Ben Simmons, that duo will, I think, can go great or I think can be awful, but what I need Ben Simmons to do is to improve offensively, look to shoot and score points. Like we, the Warriors can't have a guy who's on the floor, who's only scoring two points because they already have that in Draymond Green, which is why Joe Lacob said what he said about Ben Simmons and then got fined $50,000 for tampering. Tampering baby. Um, But I am not opposed to trading for Ben Simmons. I am quite open to it, and I like the idea of it, and I hope the Warriors consider it, as Ben Simmons said, that he wanted to go to the three California teams, not including the Kings. I'm sorry. Um, But the Clippers, (laughs) Lakers, and the Warriors. Don't know how the Lakers have that money, but... Who knows? They got I mean, Rob Polinka and LeBron James GM over there. So, I mean, we got Warriors Twitter literally like not even considering the possibility. They're like Wiggins or nothing. Like, I mean, do you think Warriors Twitter should become more open to it? I mean, I think they should. I mean, you're getting an all star in Ben Simmons. Uh, I, kn- I know there's always pros and cons to everything, but. I see that. I like- yeah, I see that. I see some of Warriors Twitter is a casual basketball fan viewpoint where they look at how Ben Simmons performed in the Hawks series, where that clip replays in my mind of him. He's, he's in he's in the paint and he can easily go out for the dunk and he instead instead tries to pass it out and doesn't make anything because he's so in his head. It's gotten in his head that he just can't make anything or he's terrible offensively. Warriors fans on Twitter protecting Andrew Wiggins like he's a LeBron James type basketball player is frustrating because he's not going to be that player. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Andrew Wiggins will help the Warriors win games if he stay if he is a warrior this year. When especially when Clay is out, as you probably won't be back until the Christmas, New Year's. Like window that date, um, but Ben Simmons and a first round pick, Andrew Wiggins and a first round pick for Ben Simmons. I'm taking that all day. I'm sorry. Um, it's it's, I would agree with that. It's a good trade for both sides. The 76ers get a good piece of Andrew Wiggins, and I think the Warriors improved tremendously in getting. Ben Simmons, I think Ben. I think Andrew Wiggins is a pretty good defender, but I think Ben Simmons is a, is a better defender. Andrew Wiggins ha, is better offensively, but Ben Simmons and Draymond's playmaking ability will help guys like Steph, Clay, Jordan Poole, guys who need the ball in their hands who are shooters. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, Ben Simmons' value is at an all-time low, so I mean, if you can get him for cheap, I mean, why not do it? So, yeah, I mean, do it. But moving forward from the Ben Simmons talk, but 
the biggest concern right now for training camp um, is James Wiseman. And, you know, the kid's been, I'm, I don't know why I'm saying kid. We're basically about the same age, <laughs> but, <laughs> but James Wiseman has been out um, with a meniscus injury since April. Um, and he's not going to be available for training camp and he won't be available until I guess, November, which is basically a month into the season. I want to know how bad is that for development wise, because you can't, it's going to be difficult to implement James back into a system where we're trying to win now. And we saw how developing players in a win now team went last season. So I don't know how James is going to fit in this system. And I'm kind of worried about that. Um, I think it can go either terribly or well. Um, no in between. Yeah, I think. Um, oh, that's really loud. Whoops. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think what to say. Just spill it. Spill the beans. Spill the beans. I think it's hard Shoot because it. he's hasn't jumped since April, which is a problem for a center. Um, I do think he can come out and be great. Um, I honestly don't know. I don't really have anything to say on the subject, which is bad, but I think it'll be tough for the Warriors because he's missed so much time for development. He missed the summer league. He missed the rest of the year last year, but with James Wiseman's timeline, it makes it even more necessary for the Warriors to go out and grab a third center. Marcus Gasol was recently traded or bought out, I think. I think Marcus Gasol would be a fine yeah, addition. Um, they need to go grab a third center because if James Wiseman's out all the way until, no- until November, you're basically counting on Kevon Looney to play center and then the rest is small ball. Um I mean, that small ball obviously worked towards the, like, end of the season, but it's honestly not sustainable for the whole season. Correct. Because we saw how the Rockets did micro ball in 2020, and they just basically burnt out at in the playoffs. So we can't really have that do going down again. So got to get bodies. Um, but I don't know if the Warriors are willing to get that third center because I think I just saw a quote from Steve that says, we're not planning on loading on centers, something like that. But um, that's just bad luck for James. I mean, it's just rough on the kid. Like I don't know. Like I like I said, I don't know why I call him kid. We're basically we're basically the same age. So, um, any more thoughts on that James situation? It's just bad luck and all that. Basically, that's how you yeah, sum okay. it up. Yeah, and. For our last topic, we got training camp on Monday, and we got really good signings. Um, Langston Galloway, uh, if you don't know him, he's probably like a vet point guard, I think, five or six years in the league. I am not 100% sure on that. Um, for the and, Suns last year. Before oh, he, he did. Bought out, oh. I think. Okay. And uh, a great name to have, Avery Bradley. Um, I really like this training camp signing. I know it's um, for training camp, right? There's like five guys that are competing for that yeah, last, it's a last spot. Training camp contract and guys like Langston Galloway, Avery Bradley, Gary Payton, they will compete for the final 15th roster spot. I'll bring, bring up the names of all of them. 
Um, but all those guys will be competing for the final roster spots. Where is the image? Oh, okay. Uh, I think I know at the top of my head. I th- for the five, I think it's um, Michael Mulder, Gary Payton the second. I think Jordan Bell is on there. We go Michael Mulder, Gary Payton, Avery Bradley, Langston Galloway, Jordan Bell. Okay. And then Chris is on the two-way deal. Okay. Um, out of those five players, who's the most likely to get that final spot? It's Avery Bradley's spot to lose at this point. Uh, that's not just respect to Gary Payton, who I said because of that donkey made, yeah, that's because of that donkey he, he made it in summer league, he deserves the final roster spot. Um, I think Avery Bradley, with his NBA experience, he has he's obviously battled injuries over the past couple of years, but with how much experience he has, it's I think the Warriors will definitely need that as they have a lot of young guys on the roster. Um, but I think that's an advantage for him um, and why Warriors front office bought, brought him into training camp to fight for a roster spot. Cause I think he could seriously win it. Um, and I think second would probably be Langston Gallo or maybe Gary Payton. Um, I think Depends Michael, I, yeah, I think Michael Mulder will be getting cut. Um, no offense to Michael Mulder, but he'll be getting cut. Um, <laughs> no hard feelings. <laughs> See I you on the get, way out. <laughs> if I were to give my predictions, um, to who <laughs> like a ranking order, yeah, it'd be Avery Bradley, then Langston Galloway, then Gary Payton, then Michael Mulder. Um, Avery Bradley, Langston Galloway, Gary Payton, Jordan Bell, Michael Mulder. Avery Bradley would take it. Jeez, no and love then, for Michael Mulder, huh? No, and then you would have the 15-man <laughs> roster as Steph, Clay, Wiggins, or Ben Simmons at that point, Draymond Green, Kevon Looney, Jordan Poole, Andre Guadalla, Otto Porter, JTA, James Wiseman, Neiman Bielitschka, M- Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and Damian Lee. Now it ran out the roster. So Let's just say big improvement. Big improvements, and I'm, you know, I'm interested to see how this season's gonna go down. I know it's gonna yeah, be it's a lot bigger, of ups and it's downs. it's big improvements, but I need to see wins out of it. I do, we do. We don't want to go through the same season again. You know, we we saw how a win now develop now season went, um, and I want to win now. So, right, Zach, we got to win now. Yes, with with Clay fully healthy in this current roster, everyone playing to the best of their abilities, the top five team in the Western Conference. That's not me being optimistic. That's me being truthful. If Clay Thompson comes back, and he obviously won't be the same, but if he comes back like how KD came back and played like – 80 to 90% like himself, the Warriors are a top five team in the Western Conference. I am not trying to, not trying to place all this workload on Clay's shoulders and expect him to improve the team drastically. No, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just saying that there are going to be a top five team in the Western Conference this year with a 80 to 90% healthy Clay Thompson. Agreed. Agreed. And the Warriors, damn sure better be sure that they do not rush Clay Thompson back because that 
That's the worst thing that you could do is rush him back. Rushing him back and then him re-injuring something. No, we, we, the Warriors can't need that. They've had gone through such a bad stretch of injuries the past three years. and Can't have that again. Yep. So I'll talk more about my season predictions in a season preview episode, but there's a little sneak peek. <laughs> yeah. Oh, last thing before we end, uh, Lions going to beat the Baltimore Ravens tomorrow? No. Or today? Or today, I think. Yeah. No? <laughs> um, well, the first the first three games of the season, I knew they weren't winning. They were playing the 49ers, the Packers, and the Ravens. All three of those teams were play, like, playoff caliber teams. Then we play the Bears, Bengals, and Eagles. So that's three W's right there, baby. <laughs> um, <Hey>. So... <laughs> Um, and, uh, the, and then the middle stretch of the season, weeks four, five, six, all the way up to the bye week are winnable games. And then right after the bye week, we play the Steelers and Browns, which is two L's. So <laughs> um, the Lions, the Lions are headed in the right direction, but um, they will be getting a top five draft pick this year. So, And then we got just got just a quick shout out to the Giants. I mean, we're both Giants fans here and, you know, we got to love – to see them winning and keeping up that number one spot. So 101 and 55, your favorite team couldn't have that record. <laughs> and sorry, two games Dodgers up fans. on the Dodgers. Sorry. Sorry, Dodgers fans. <laughs> All right. I think that'll do it. Damn, my audio is really loud, but th- that'll conclude episode <laughs> number 50. Catching Deb's podcast. Make sure you check me out on Twitter. Um, at, oh, you're, you're having the plug, huh? Uh, three Zs, A-C-H-H-1, pretty sure. Um, make sure you check out the Catching Dubs Pod Twitter, um, at uh, Dubs Pod, and then Instagram at Catching Dubs Pod. Make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts um, so I get to see all the five stars. Um, and tune in to the next episode, which will be coming soon, early, quicker than, uh, our month hiatus that we recently had. So we're back to making content people. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there really wasn't much to talk about though in like the last month. So couldn't really have content there, but, um, it's great to be back and, a uh, great start to kick off this uh, new season. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. See y'all later.